Right. So I was at the gym yesterday, right? And I'm trying to listen to like my music when I'm getting in the zone to like do the bike and stuff. Uh, right? To leave. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's not even music because sometimes I've been listening to like podcasts and stuff. Like like this one, you know? Because I like the sound of my own voice. But uh, like but all of us <laughs> You're the one that's listening to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm the one person. But uh, every week, every time I go in, there's these three guys that come in, right? And they put down this big massive fucking boombox and just start blaring out like this techno music. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm just I assume it's te- it could be like rap. Techno. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's one of the modern the modern genres. But <sighs> they just start, to these days. Yeah, no, but I just like like obviously I don't go to the gym as much as other people. Uh, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> you should have just stopped it at the gym. Obviously. <laughs> I don't go to the gym. But I just wanted to know, like that's extremely like rude, isn't it? Like how can I listen to like Muse like over that? You know what I mean? Like it's really it really annoyed me. Like No, I, I don't know. I I don't really go to the gym that much either, but if if they want to play about, if they want to play their own music then I don't, I don't see the problem with it, I think. No, but like listening to it in your earphones. Like, because you're just disturbing everyone else. It's probably a group of them. I don't give a fuck. Listen to three different sets of songs. Why do you need to listen to music as a collective? Because they're social. (laughs) It's It's a social thing going to the gym, you know? It's a social thing. I don't think it's I've seen a YouTube video actually when I was watching about Justin Thomas playing golf and they play golf at uh, music at their golf. Yeah, kid. Be truck kings, what are they called? Be truck king. Buggy. Buggy, yeah, buggy. That's Justin so Thomas sounds like a wanker. Really that wouldn't happen here. Nah, he's brilliant. That sounds like a wanker because other people are on the golf course and they don't want that. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's, it's when he's practicing and stuff with Ricky Fowler. He's, he's practicing. I have a big in music in public. It's the same if someone doesn't like a bus. No, because no, I don't want to listen to your shiny techno music or whatever it is. <laughs> I, what I, I don't know why you say techno music. I think there's obviously so not loads of people around them because you need to be silent and go from just saying the place music. Anyway, it did annoy me. How are you been anyway? Uh, Jack and Nicky are here this week. We don't have a guest because Joe Thomas has pulled out last minute for the second time. So. Usual for him, man. Usual. He's on to We're going to have a count, we're going to have a countdown until Joe Thomas is on the show. So now we're at two calls. I think I, I, my bets are on like five. What was the thing? The first thing was like, an Indian or something like that. No, that was when he. <laughs> that, was like when be, that was when we were meant to be shooting for the movie, um, which a trailer is on my Facebook for. Andy Mitchell wants to be a wrestler. We're meant to be shooting. Everything was like set up for the day in a calm, and he's like, "Man, I've just been at the hospital on a trip. <laughs> I had it someplace last night called like Bombay Kingdom." <laughs> like, Aye, so when, I heard, when I heard it was on a drip, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Calm down, Joe, man. You had a bad boner. Just calm down." <laughs> 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 What's that about? No, nah, but, nah, but um, nah, he got a, he got a paid job to work in a short film this week, so. That's why you can't get one this time, but... Yeah. Um, See, to be fair, but since he's came here and he, they have to pay for healthcare, obviously, he'll probably just use uh, make him, like, go on drips and stuff they want. <laughs> no, he's surely like a, he's, he's, a, he's a drip addict. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hey, not... Anyway, he's, yeah, it's not right. Don show. Right, the Conjuring. The Conjuring's the movie for this week, as you're probably told by the title. Uh, it says The Conjuring in it. So, The Conjuring was released in 2013. About five years ago, it's a horror film directed by 
uh, James Wan, who's behind the Saw and Insidious franchises as well. It stars Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga as the Warrens, who are a couple of ghostbusters who come to help a family after a demon uh, witch named Bathsheba threatens their home. It has an 86% uh, overall consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. It made a huge $319.5 million worldwide on a $20 million budget. Um, this week, I'm going to mention the Facebook polls because, you know, I didn't mean when I said last week that your opinions don't matter. I like tea. I did. Yeah, did you? I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, well, uh, so we asked who likes The Conjuring and who doesn't. 61% of people gave it a thumbs up. 39% of people gave it a thumbs down. I'm going to start there because I was shocked that the numbers were that close. I have loved this movie ever since I first saw it back in the day. Like, I can't even say I first saw it because I went to see it where there was like a group of people who went to saw it, see it, and I basically spent most of the movie hiding behind like Torres's jumper that he'd brought to, uh, with him and taken off. Like, I just I it. It. Yeah, like, I remember I, it being scared at the time. Yeah, I thought it was terrifying, but the one thing for me, and it's the first thing I want to kick off when I talk about The Conjuring, um, is the two main characters in The Warrens, because this was the first movie where I looked at a horror and I was like, you can have a good scary horror film but still have two well-developed leads at its centre. And I think that's what separates The Conjuring from other movies to me, like in the horror genre, is that they have that sort of heart in the warrants. Uh, we'll go to Jack first. What did you make of The Conjuring well, overall? Can I, do, uh, can I just start that you are just talking about the characters there? Uh, Vera Farmiga is scary enough as it is. Like, just to look at, just a fucking creepy looking woman. Wow. Terrifying, right? But uh, I think also, like, it's the 1970s and she's dressed like she's in the fucking 40s or something, like the 30s. Um, okay. So, like, just a creepy looking woman, but like, there's just no need for it. Right, um, but overall. In a horror film. Aye, but like, everyone else is dressed appropriately for the 1970s and she's just like, right, well, since I'm a mad clairvoyant, I'll just dress like a weirdo and scare everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I really like her. Right. Maybe she's friendly, wouldn't hurt her up. Well, literally, as soon as she came on the screen, I was like, "Oh, that must be the that must be the possessed woman or something." Uh, turns out it wasn't. But um, I think it's it's good. I have an issue with all horrors, uh, so I'll uh, wind the wee toy box up and um, okay. and then I'll unleash what I want to say. But I think. Actually, I still enjoyed it to to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite a good. It was definitely better than most horrors I've seen, uh, which actually isn't many because I do normally just refuse to watch them. Um, I just think they're a bit shite. Um, wow! Don't just, hold back. Don't hold back. <laughs> I do. I think they're, just, they're not very good. Um, now, what, what about uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga? Really? Specifically, their two characters in the movie. Like, how did you find them, and how they were used, uh, like, effective? Yeah, I mean, uh, they are. They're going to be like the kind of heart. Of the, they are the heart of the series, obviously, because um, it does revolve around how they um, intercede um, in all these sort of paranormal activities and things. So that's it's all obviously focusing around their story and how they tie in with each individual um, occurrence, basically. Yeah. So I suppose like, they are key characters and they play a, lot, they play a, a huge role. I, I do like 
the actors. Um, I can't remember who you said actually played Ed Warren. I can't remember. Uh, who that Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. He was, that's he yes. was also. Yeah. Uh, he was an insidious, wasn't he? He was an insidious. Yeah, I see. I recognise him. Watchman. Watchman as well. That must be also another reason why I know his face. Yeah. But no, I thought Aye. he was pretty good in it. I think yeah, Vera from Eagle was good in it as well. Um, yeah. She, but she's just fucking scary. Looking. <laughs> she is. She is <laughs> um, a scary looking chick. Um, yeah. Nikki, I want to put it to you. Yes. Obviously, uh, the Warrens were two real life people, whether you believe that their cases were um, That's what my real. Is. Yeah, were real or not. How do you find the, like, based on a true story element of Mate, the conscience? I wish you hadn't asked me that because obviously a lot was made last week of my moaning. Yes. <laughs> a lot of shite, mate. Still got a lot of shite. Just it's a lot see, of shite. You can just tell they're just two people at one folk to believe in God. Everything in, mm. that, in that movie, yeah, well, yeah. everything's just angled towards God. Even the last scene it says, um, God is real, the devil exists, and mm. that does, doesn't, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Ah, the huge issue with that. Mm-hmm. I thought they, they'd talk it's too just, much about God, for sure. I think everything's just. Like, everything's so vague with them. It's just, I remember reading about like loads of times they've been caught lying, and it's like, see that Annabelle doll they said, like, some guy laughed at it, and they were like, oh, the last person that laughed at him was on his motorbike and died. Mm-hmm. And there's there's no names, there's no dates or anything, it's just something happened to this. They yeah. might be scared of. Mm-hmm. No, just, I, get, I get that. Like, the thing I found. I, I do think it's good for a movie. Yeah, like, I thought they were great in the movie, and I thought they utilised their characters, like, extremely well. Like, the script, I think, is, like, watertight. Like, I love this screenplay because I was looking at it and I was thinking, I don't remember it being this long, the Warrens being yeah, separated I, from I the case. Quite like a lot of the speech. No, it wasn't even the speech, it was more the sort of structure of it. Because the Warrens I thought don't... it seemed like, sometimes it was like, this is what people talk like. You know and what I mean? Like, the they 70s. were just saying, we... Nah, like, just things like, like, relatable stuff and all that. Like, mm-hmm. making it like, seem as if all these people know each other really well. Or she kept bringing up like what you said about God brought us together and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's that, forced. Well, that seems a bit forced, but like what I'm talking about with the screenplay, I mean that the Warrens aren't aware of what's going on in that house until 45 minutes yeah, in the yeah. movie. So it spends a whole lot of time. And what I like about it, because most horrors, it's like this force or this enemy that's like going up against people, and you're like, oh my God, nothing can stop it. Like the movie spends an equal amount of time building up the threat of the demon in the house as it does building up the Warrens as like a credible threat to that demon. Yeah. So when they finally okay. come together, you feel a lot safer. Because for me, the first half of the movie is the scariest because you're like, oh my God, like who can stop this? But as soon as the Warrens so what arrive I read in the scene... Was, what I read was that initially the script was from the angle of the family the mm-hmm. whole time. And yeah. Then they brought in someone else to kind of go over the script and they changed it to being from the point of view. Of the, of the Warrens after that. So I think that's the smart move. Another angle. I think that's the smart move because, like I say, I'm like a big fan of the two of them. Uh, especially, we're not going to be talking about the second one today, but they're a good like anchor for the series because you you feel attached to. You feel attached to Ed and Lorraine. You know what I mean? Because they're you're sort of guides like through this world. Like I like them. I think they're I'm rooting against guys. them. You're rooting against them. You're hoping the Conjuring <laughs> Three. Well, they're, they're they're back for the Conjuring Three. That's been confirmed. Um, is it going to be James Wan? It's not James Wan, it's an art director who's coming in for it. Which so is all over again. No, I think it will be good. Like, cause, um, James Wan's been doing a lot recently, obviously, he directed Fast and Furious 7, and then he did, he's doing Aquaman right now with Cal Drogo, Jason Moore. Seems so. to just do stuff all the time. 
Yeah, like he's a he's a great director. I want to talk about obviously the cinematography of this movie as well because I think the movie's like extremely well shot. Um, I like the kind of black and white. It wasn't fully black and white, but the way it was changing colours, even it was showing her looking at the ghost and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to dissect it a little bit. Um, just go through a couple of scenes that I have issues with, just so I can sort of vent my frustration with it. Do you, do you want to just get it? You want to get into like yeah? Can I just like can I just like I want to see how you react to what I say because okay. my issue with horrors is that they're just so trivial and you can, I mean, I mean, I suppose even my answer to that is trivial because everyone sort, sort of thinks <laughs> horrors are a bit predictable or whatever else. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it was predictable, but I, I did follow that really uh, trivial horror theme where like, I, yeah, I don't I know. Like see, well, see for me, right, everything that people do in horror films is like the, la- like, is the last thing I would do. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go through a, lot, a few things that I've wrote down in terms of like, the scenes. Like, so, uh, let's play a game of hide and clap. Oh yeah, that sounds like a class idea in a horror film, right? <laughs> but they don't know they're in a horror movie. No, they obviously. Just they can't really look at it like that. No, obviously they. As a horror film. No, no. But, so they're going to do things that happen in horror films. No, I know, but I know, but right. So the game of hide and clap sets up um, the what's her name, Caroline, uh, Caroline to like sort of first encounter some sort of mm-hmm. abnormality like the clap from the wardrobe and obviously um her daughter was absolutely nowhere to be seen yeah so straight away she's scratching her head going like oh what was that about but like see if i was in that situation i've clearly been in the same room and somebody has clapped directly in front of me <laughs> so she yeah. so kind of she just kind of shrugs it off i i think straight away i'd already be like right well there's something there's something about weird here and then it only does it obviously quite quickly gets confirmed that something's happening like with the feet grabbing uh the, like at night with that girl um can't remember her name now um christine i think and, yeah. and then she like sees someone behind the door and then like they still don't really confirm it after that like roger the dad is like oh no, there's no one else in the room there's no one else in the room they, start, they all just sort of try to like shrug it off and, and also, mm-hmm. like, the, she goes down in the basement, like, I know Roger's away by this point, she goes down in the basement by herself, but, like, why do you not, like, wake everyone up? Like, you've clearly right. had all these paranormal things happening, um, like, the first three instance, instances, and then, you know, you're going to go down for a fourth instance and just follow it down to the basement. Like, surely you would be... Yeah, I don't know about you, but I see if I see someone was in, something was in my house, whether it was a real thing, a ghost, or a spirit, or whatever, or if it was an actual person. Like, I would be screaming, I'd be please. shouting, banging things. Like, Have you ever seen Eddie Murphy talking about horror films? No. It's, I, the, it's the reason Get Out's called Get Out. It's, he, he talks about Amityville Horror and he's saying, like, white families are in these houses and, like, the thing's telling it to leave and they're like, well, that's peculiar. And they just stay there. Uh, and he's like, but if it was a black family, <laughs> this house would be so nice, like, we'll stay here forever. And then the thing goes, Get Out. And he goes, well, shame we can't stay. And he just leaves. <laughs> 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 no, but, like, I think it, I think. I don't agree for this reason, like, see if that was happening to me, like, you would be in denial about it for, like, such a long time, you wouldn't want, like, because it's not logical to, like, say, like, there's a fucking ghost in my house, if you're trying to say something that to someone, you're going to sound like a fucking maniac. No, well, you know maybe, I mean? maybe not after the first instance, but that, that just sets it up for me, it's like, let's play hide, let's play hide, uh, hide See, I've really got issues with that, kind of, I've got issues with the movie, like, what it done, like, obviously I've read that thing about, like, how the person that lives in the house now is, like, and I pure live in hell because like a tourist attraction. Right. I think that's just terrible. But is... I think 
That's not the movie's fault though. He, he knows he was yeah, buying the fucking conjuring house. You know what I mean? Thinking this will be fun. I'll buy the house that was in a movie. I can't yeah, tell the in the past of something that probably wasn't even real. That can't, I but that's not the movie's fault at all. That's his fault. Yes, for it buying. is. They made a movie about it. Yeah, but he bought sense. he bought the fucking house. I did, what if he didn't know the past of it? No, but he knows like the movies. I think it was a there. woman as well. Sorry, be sexist. Wait, so it was, was a movie filmed? You have a history of that. In the yeah. actual house? <laughs> yeah, the movie was filmed in an actual house. Not in the actual house? The, no. The, someone lives some in it. It's someone's actual life. They've now got like, people out taking pictures of the house all the time. You know what? Things happen. Anyway, I want to get into the lore of it. <laughs> the lore of it. <laughs> Sorry to like this. Can I just... Can I, I have one wee thing I, I want to say as well. Talking about, talking about Ed. Um, like... And you were talking about the, the script as well, and it's yeah. obviously been really good. But why at one point does he let me down by saying being haunted is like by is like stepping on gum? Like that's such a fucking shite line. Like <laughs> being haunted is absolutely nothing like stepping on gum. Being haunted is the completely polar opposite of stepping on gum. Stepping he's on gum trying, is like one of those things. Like, oh, well, he just scraped gum off. Uh, he's trying to. He's trying to make good. out as though the, the spirit's going to follow you. I know what he's trying to say. I, I, just, like, I, I can forget, forget, I can forget it. I can it's forget a really it liquid, a really liquid <laughs> line. It's just nothing. gives no substance. It's like yeah. being haunted is like stepping See, on gum. Like, See, now we're talking about Danny Lake. I get pure slag and the fact that pure trying to make out that they two were men. Like, we can see them men. See the way they were just like nodding to each other and stuff like that? Then at the end, like all the women are cuddling each other. They two are giving each other a wee manly nod. Uh, like, <sighs> stop, you, man. You know what? You know what? I'm putting my foot down Come here. Uh, fuck off. Nods. Fuck off with this negativity, man. I've got two grey clouds <laughs> here. There's not a silver lining in sight. And I, I'm going to say, The Conjuring like, is an absolutely phenomenal movie. Because I used to hate horrors, Jack. I was probably the same as you. And it was probably more because I couldn't get any enjoyment out of them. But like for me... I don't believe that. You went and seen Blue Witch by yourself. Yeah, but this was after The Conjuring. Like The Conjuring was the thing that made me appreciate I horrors mean. a lot more. Like, I think The Conjuring is responsible because you've got to remember before The Conjuring we had things like Paranormal Activity and it was all that found footage shite that just had like no story to it. See it was that? All... Paranormal Activity made a ridiculous amount of money. I don't care how much money it made, I'm talking about the quality of the movie. And for me it doesn't have any story, like it doesn't have any merit and it's just all fake jump scares. Like, like The Conjuring is a great story with good characters, good pacing and it's well shot, like for me. And it also sets up like great horror iconography like there is a reason Annabelle has had two spin-offs and she's like barely in this film and plays like barely any importance to the actual plot of the conjuring yeah. but just that she is quite I don't find her that freaky no nah, I don't find her that freaky I usually find dolls and <laughs> like some harder nails normally normally ah, like ghost terrifying. ghost children is is the thing that would terrify me the most or like you know like, yeah like little girls, little girls laughing and all that is, is pretty creepy. But Annabelle was definitely the least scary thing in this movie. So. See, when I seen it, I, was, I didn't know what it was about. And I remember seeing that and being like, please, please don't be about this. <laughs> I was so thankful when it went to being the ghost thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah it was right. I actually do find the intro a bit unnecessary. I suppose it, it sets it up. Well, it, does, it probably sets up the second one a bit more and then probably sets up, well, obviously sets up Annabelle. I will never But, um, yeah. It's but more about I, I the world. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not really sure whether if that wasn't in there, it doesn't matter. Like if that the intro, it's maybe true. 
No, but it's like the world of the Warrens, like the fact that they have all these cases where they can explore, you know what I mean? So yeah. Annabelle's there. See, that's ridiculous. Why have they kept that in their house? That's, that it. was also an all issue. Toys. That was to also contain an issue, it. Clearly as to why they should keep it all in And their house. only defence is telling their daughter not to go in. They have go in. Yeah. someone come and bless it. They have, have a priest come and bless it. And as we can tell no know from this movie, the, the reason there's no defence is because there's nothing in there. The power of Christ is very That's strong, why. Nicky. The power That's of Christ. <laughs> You're not even religious. I don't Did give a fuck. I'm talking about the power of Christ. I'm talking about the movie. In the conjuring huge... worlds, the power of Christ is paramount. <laughs> you know? I have a huge issue with Judy as well. Um, like, as you said, Nicky, like, why does she... Judy? Judy. Who the fuck's Judy? The daughter. Uh, the Warren's daughter. Oh, I forgot about her. Not right, again. so Carry on. Right, <laughs> why does she go in? Why does she go into the room after being specifically told not to? And then well, kids do that. And, and, then, and why did they not know that's going to happen? And why did she immediately after a foot gets grabbed and she goes out of room? She immediately she so something she somehow thinks that it's her mum and dad like in the house. She's been woken up to find no one at the bottom of her bed and her door open and she just oh should start God. shouting mum and dad. Like you're obviously not. I don't know. She's up there. You know what? Not it's, and and Nana, so and wait, and Nana is a pretty sound sleeper, isn't she? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, she is. She she's actually, fucking, right, she actually, one foot sounds... in the grave, Jack. She's nearly dying. No, Nana, like, the woman's right. like ninety. No, she, she's so Judy is at the bottom of stairs. Nana's ninety-seven. She's got up quicker than that. She's shouting Nana, Nana, right? No, no response for Nana. And then she goes into a different room, further away in the house. And then yeah. obviously encounters Annabelle and that and starts like banging the door and then all of a sudden she gets up. Because like, Tell me that's Jack, you're taking the only thing I had away from me. I was the only one missing. You know what? Right. <laughs> I'll be nice it's next fun. week. <laughs> There's certain movies that you should watch drunk, alright? The Conjuring benefits from being drunk while you watch it. Because you wouldn't be dissecting it like this. Like, you know what I mean? I'm all See, for I'm not, going not, into I'm the not, intricacies not, of it. But The Conjuring is a like, fun horror movie. See, when I watched Halloween, you were saying, oh, you need to remember it's dated. It's brilliant. Because it's just a guy with a knife killing folk. That's next week. That's it. Fuck's sake. Right? <laughs> That's next time. It's just all this pure daftness with the conjuring, like things and toys. And just yeah, just I, I just always pick out flaws. I think it's just a, something within me doesn't like horrors. So I just pick out every flaw because I think there's, there's... If all these wee things that I've nitpicked at weren't in it, or if they were done like a slightly differently, like, for yeah. example, if the mum was to wake up all the kids before she went down the basement or something like that, you know what I mean? And then something went wrong and, like, separated the mum from the children, then I'd be like, right, okay. But if she's so you want the herself, mum, you want the mum to take her children down to a potentially dangerous basement? Not take her down to the basement? I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what I want her to do. Like but just not... I don't know. And also, the kids don't even wake up either. See, when she gets locked in the basement and starts banging the door, like, the kids are just sound asleep again. Because like, people sleep soundly. See those hands? See those oh, hands? Oh, I scared me the first time I seen it, and that's yeah. the third time I've watched it. It still terrifies me. In fact, there was one thing I wanted to bring up when you were saying that, um, and it's about the what you don't see being scarier than what you actually see. Because mm. it goes back to like when you watch Jaws for the first time, and the scariest part of Jaws is when you don't see the shark. Because when no, you I mean, see the shark... I'm, I'm still terrified to see it night because of Jaws. Yeah. Because she's yeah. Been pulled down. It's terrifying, Horrible, man. but it's, it's scarier. It's scary because of the score, and I think the score of the Conjuring is also great. I think the music oh, yeah, is like it's brilliant. He always goes on about that, and I'd never really thought about Did it. Did you know? Yeah. The pure screeching music in horror movies. 
Yeah, yeah. It's the dissonance of it. Oh, insidious, insidious is also really good It's like the guy that does the music is the guy that plays the woman. Yeah, I was about to say that. The Sheba or something, and he plays the man, the fire in his face or something, insidious. Oh, wow. That's, well, Nicky, you've just fun stole fact. my little bit of fun facts. Eh? Uh, I see you lose, Higgins. Love it. Like, what He's hanging with a boot, Kevin. No, but it's like in it's like in Jaws, like you don't see the shark, and it's scarier when you do see the shark because you can tell it's a robot. You know what I mean? You can tell it's no real shark. It was kind of the same with ba- Bathsheba oh. for me. Well, I do think Bathsheba. Is... <laughs> you can tell it's not an actual ghost. You can. T- just... <laughs> you can tell it's like a pose off. How are they getting this ghost to act? It's just no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> they managed to get nearly headless Nick to do it, but no, it's just, it's just not that scary. You know what I mean? No, Bathsheba, when you see her, isn't that scary. It's when you don't see her and like things are moving about and there's like a wee hand over the shoulder or stuff, like the in the corner. Sh- the scariest bit for me is the maid uh, in like the like the laundry room when uh, the was he the police guy was his name Brad. I think he goes yeah. in there. Just because that's a jump scare, but you, she is also quite scary. Yeah. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. most of... Is that uh, first of risk it? Yeah, she keeps going, like, look what she made me do, and then he goes in to, like, follow her, and then, and then that's, like, a jump scare, but it's also, like, she comes up right up to the screen, so that was probably yeah. the bit that really did sort of, like, make Again, me jump. a fat woman scared me when she was in oh, behind, yeah, the, yeah. behind the wall <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was quite terrifying. And also what I liked about this movie, like I hate, there's one thing I hate in horror movies that's fake jump scares. Like there was only one that I counted in The Conjuring where it's like, oh, something's moved and it's like, oh, it's just the cat, don't worry. You know what I mean? And it's like, ha ha, you know what I mean? Like that only happened like one time in this movie. I hate See, I when that mind. happens more I than just, once because I it's so cheap. jump scares. No, but it's fake jump scares. Like uh, I, I agree with you, David. I think fake jump scares are a bit, um, a bit tedious. They're cheap. Like cheap, tension, uh, cheap is the word. tension is more powerful, and like the end of the conjuring, like the whole sequence where we know the mother's possessed and try to kill the, the child. Mm-hmm. Tension, because like she's it's like a it's like magnets. She's trying to get back to the child the full time. They're trying to hold her back, and then the whole uh, exorcism, like that's all tension for me. Like that's all like oh my god, yeah. I can't even watch. Like I'm oh nah, well, that's that, a see up. things like the strangers and stuff like that. It's like tension for me. You can yeah. see folk behind someone and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and they don't real, know real people scare me, not ghosts. But why though? Like I've never I just that. see things like and my example's always Halloween. I just look at it and go, that happens. Guys yeah. get knives and go and kill people. Yeah, but you can outrun real people. You can't outrun like a Some demon. Can't. Unless you have the power of Christ. I, behind I just you, don't you can't believe in it. Outrun the demon. I believe you know? in people with knives killing folk. Tough yeah. you cut a bit with your holy water on your wee cross and that. <laughs> <I've been> <laughs> did you become so religious? I've been going out in full priest attire since I've seen this movie again, man. I've been blessing people in the street of Boston. It's not a place to do it. Have you ever seen Spotlight at the Catholic Church in Boston? No, not a good thing. Unfortunately, I went to see Spotlight with you and just showcase yeah. at like 8 in the morning. Yeah, that was not a good day. Horrible. No, because you were just like oh, feeling, you were feeling sick the rest of the day after watching that movie. It was horrible. But anyway, away from away from that, um, let's give. Oh, I, I we did know our poll because I was talking about the lore of the conjuring and stuff and how it does well to set up like these different demons and how they all have their different like mythology. Uh, so I put a poll out which one of the the two main characters from the Conjuring universe do you prefer? 61% said Annabelle, 39% went with The Nun. So I'll we'll ask the panel which do you find scarier, Annabelle or The Nun? 
Well, I haven't seen the run, um, mm-hmm. apart from just in the trailer. Yeah. But I'm scared. Of, I'm more scared of the nun than I would be of Annabelle. Yeah. I've seen the nun in the Conjuring Two. Yeah, the nuns in the Conjuring Two. Yeah, with John. Valak. Uh, coming out of paintings and stuff like that. Yeah, Valak. Uh, Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. I, I'd probably. I've say... still not watched Annabelle just because. No, nah, I've seen Annabelle and I was disappointed with Annabelle and I'd seen that before I watched this. Yeah, um, An- so Annabelle it, Creations are apparently a lot better than the first Annabelle movie. Annabelle Creation is a prequel to the first Annabelle movie. Oh, really? um, and I think it's the guy who did Lights Out. Who's got which, time for all these, man? Which is, why do you keep saying this about having time to watch things? Because people enjoy things, that's how you find the time. <laughs> Do you know he, that's just reminding me. Do you know he watches a wrestling every week? It's like three hours long. I don't know. He's I've got my whole building. He's since he's about eight years old. I've got my whole building watching it. And Smackdown 1000 is tonight as well. Actually, um, the wrestling podcast I've been on a few times, Eat, Sleep, Super Likes, Retweet, I've got their one year anniversary show on their podcast I'll uh, just follow them tomorrow. Them yeah, not our Twitter. So, but anyway, <laughs> uh, <they've got> <laughs> we can't keep shoving social media down everyone's throat. I've had Yes. Do you know how many things I've shared about this in the past like, month? I can, I can. I'm sick of I'm part of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm really fed up of sharing things. I keep doing it wrong. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you, no, you did it wrong. You did do it wrong because you shared something from like the first, the, the first time films page that was from the first time films page. It was like. Instead oh, of doing it for your own account. Um, it's a bit of self promotion. You posted yeah. saying like, oh, despite David's misguided words about the vote, <laughs> and it clearly <laughs> says, posted by David Campbell. Oh, I'm trying to keep it like separate, the reality and the perfection yeah. of it. Posted nah. by David Campbell. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, do I feel bad about spamming everyone's Facebook? Yeah, but it'd annoy me, you know what I mean? But you know, you gotta get the word out. Mm. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, I'll create it this week, right? Everyone can follow the Twitter when I make it this week. Fantastic. Uh, out of ten I'd probably give the conjuring a nine. What would you give it? Seven. Seven. <sighs> okay. That's, yeah, seven. I was going to change it to a six. I, ju- I just have issues. A I, six? It's definitely I'm going to change mine to a 6.5, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just miserable to fucking bastards. piss him off. A bunch of miserable Just to get on your lip. <laughs> How can you give a movie that's like well shot, well structured, got good characters, got good acting, good costumes, a great score? I don't think score. it was good acting, man. I've said it felt so forced, the pure masculine nods the stupid like things we were saying to each other it's not masculine nods it's the 70s it's the 70s everyone gave masculine nods women gave masculine nods because I can imagine (laughs) fuck off I'm sick of this like give it to me you want do I give a fuck no I don't I don't even care (laughs) do you know what it's a 5 it's a 5.5 because being haunted is not like stepping on gum (sighs) I hope you step on gum anyway we'll move on to the news but (laughs) Everyone's, fa- <laughs> everyone's favourite part of the show because people don't kill your no, dreams. No, there's no trailers this week. I actually oh. did that intentionally. I'm going to give you That's a break from trailers because I could have done the Aladdin trailer, but there's like nothing to it. It's just like desert and music. That's all it I is. Seen it. It's de- desert and music. 
and then Jafar in the background. But anyway, nice. so Variety is reporting that the new Harry Potter RPG game, which is reportedly in development, um, trailers for the game leaked at some time last week, but were taken down quickly by Warner Brothers from, as Nikki calls it, the internet. Uh, so Variety is reporting that this RPG game will be called uh, Magic Awakened, not unlike the Star Wars Episode it's 7. It's no definite, but it's said it could be called magic something else it's just rumours isn't it yeah there's rumours for ages that's what's going to happen there's rumours it's going to be a Star Wars RPG and turns it just doesn't happen yeah but the trailer a leaked trailer was released for it which gives some credence to the rumours I would honestly I'd put I'd put all my money on it never happened okay right we'll put all your money on it (laughs) 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 the money on the table (laughs) (laughs) I'll fucking create one (laughs) No, but that's what I was going to say, because last week we were talking about how you hate movies based in games, but we want more games based in movies. Harry Potter's such a big world and there's so much to explore. Are we excited there's possibly going to be a Harry Potter RPG game coming out? I think it would be too much, but it could be good. If it's done by the right people, it could be good. It'll be a dream come true for me. I swear a to dream God. come true. I Happiness, swear to God. joy, joy at one point in this uh, podcast. I'm so happy we liked it. I got sweaty. I just think, see um, if they've done it right, man. It'd be amazing if you could choose to be bad and all that stuff. Uh, so many choices. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Obviously. Uh, I was going to say, I, I put a sweaty amount of hours into Pottermore, let alone a fucking <laughs> Harry Potter RPG. So, uh, I used to love Harry Potter games, but they were all shite. Uh, you know, you them up in yeah, but imagine you were like creating your own wizard guy and you were just cutting about making decisions. Like, I love RPGs. Oh, too. RPGs I mean, are unbelievable. The hundreds I was up at any Skyrim and Fallout yeah. and stuff, it's, it's embarrassing. Well, yeah. what culture? Yeah, I'm incredibly proud of it. Yeah, what culture did a video and they tried to dissect the stuff in the trailer? Apparently, the stuff that you guys are talking about is true. You can customize and make your own guy, yep. you'll be sorted yep. into houses. Um, Nikki, apparently, you choose to be good or evil, the actions you take will determine that. Um, so you can you can do bad things like attack Professor McGonagall or something like that in the corridor. You know, uh, can do she can do it. She does it. No, no, she's a great character. I'm kidding. She's, doesn't. She's nah, one. She's one. Cat. Cats she has a Yeah, you like cats? Big cats fun. But no, oh, but, uh, I'm excited about the idea, idea of Harry Potter RPG. The one thing that I'm hoping for there's no like. I hope it's not made by like E or something like that, and like mm, you yeah. buy the game, but you've no actually bought the game because you need uh, to pay like a hundred pounds more to actually play the game, like and unlock the ending or something stupid like that. Oh, you know what I mean? So I'm, fucking annoying. I'm just hoping it's like this full game. Like, why can't games just be full games anymore? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, if it's like, if it's a new gen game, then. I hope that yeah, I hope that they they do enough with it because it could be really expansive and really vast. Like yeah. loads of loads of exploration, loads of interaction. That'd be fucking unbelievable in a wizard world. Would you like, just already... want it to be Hogwarts, or would you want it to be more expansive oh, no. than no, that? No, that. An RPG, an RPG would have to be bigger. Yeah, yeah, if there's opportunity to like go Diagon Alley, places like that as well, um, mm-hmm. Hogsmeade maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. It depends on what what they're planning on doing with the story because the story might take you like anywhere, you know. Could yeah. Like take you to some mad cave that you need to retrieve something, or you know, it could be anything. so. Oh, Skyrim caves. Ah, caves. Memories. <laughs> Underground. What is it called? The Black Reach or something. Uh, oh, fucking yes. Amazing. If there's, a, if there's an underground world underneath Hogwarts, and fucking. Don't even get me started. The amount of time spending caves in Skyrim is just glorious. Yeah. Well, you guys are 
absolutely obsessed with Skyrim. Uh, hey, honestly, Skyrim, yes. Skyrim, I've had that. See, like, when you're going about the movies, like cinematography and stuff, is this how Bethesda games do, like Skyrim and Fallout and that? See, the start and the first missions, it puts you underground. So, like, Skyrim, you need to go into, like, this wee castle, you're trying to get out of the dragon, Fallout, you're in vaults and stuff. And see, when you eventually finish that, it'll put you out high up, and you can just look over the whole map. And it's basically, like, it's saying, you're like, this is yours now, go, go and do whatever you want. Yes. It's just so cool, man. See, if you can do it with Harry Potter, just have a big, as it said, like a wizard of the world, just be like, mm-hmm. go and do whatever you want. That's cool. I like that. What Ooh, other... It's exciting. What other, what other film series would you want for an RPG? Man. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars would be pretty sick, to be fair. Star Wars. Star Wars would be a good RPG. Um, would you want it, like... Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic is a very popular RPG. So yeah. I tried playing it and said it's still what I'm talking to, I never played it. Yeah. I, I, I've seen someone play it here. Um, uh, Jake, who is in the building, has been playing it on his laptop a wee bit. It looks quite good, but you need to be invested in it because I think it's I like know a what the twist is, the problem, so. Yeah, I hate that. I hate, that. I hate that. I hate that. Maybe I'm watching Usual Suspects for the first time tonight, and like I know the twist in Usual Suspects, so it's not going to be as good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's the, it's the pedo. Yeah, it's Kevin Spacey. It was Kevin. Nah, because we like that. I feel I don't want to watch it because it's Brian Singer who directs it, and it was Kevin Spacey who starred in it. And it's like a fucking double header of just like pedos. And I'm just like, nah. Can we know? You know? Can I just watch right something else? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I no, went anyway. Out of the first four weeks, we managed to pick two absolutely ridiculously perverted movies in Breakfast Club and. Uh, uh, Leon. Leon, yeah. I'm going to admit that I've not actually listened to a Breakfast Club episode. Of course you haven't. That, do- that doesn't surprise me. Katie listened to it. Yeah? Yeah, she listened to it. Fair enough. Well, thanks Katie. It was much better without me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to move on to the next thing. James Gunn was fired uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 because he made pedophile jokes on Twitter. <laughs> like about 10 I years ago. Year ago. Yeah, so with the theme here uh, but he was fired from which um, sparked outrage online Dave Batista has basically said he's going to be quitting uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because of it we'll obviously he be watching attention, don't he? we'll be watching he loves it nah he's, I think he's loyal I think he's a loyal guy and he speaks his mind He's always spoken his mind. He's in WWE and that before, quitting twice and that. He just, he just loves the thing. But he's, no, but he speaks his mind about WWE as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he opened the calls them out and a bullshit. I liked him back in the day when I liked wrestling. I, I think BT is great, but we'll talk more about that when we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy in a couple of weeks. But James Gunn has jumped ship to the other side. He's went from Coke to Pepsi. He's uh, went from Celtic to Rangers. He has went from Marvel to DC because he's in talks to write and direct, according to the rap, Suicide Squad 2. Um, I think That'd be this, amazing, man. I think it's a good move because I've talked about, I think I've talked about in the last uh, episode how disappointed I was with the first Suicide Squad. Um, and it's just because it was like just a bit of a mess of a movie. I think James Gunn's shown with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and Volume 2 um, that he's an extremely capable filmmaker. And he's extremely good with handling a uh, ensemble cast um, and making them work together uh, and making sure they all have a part to play in the story. And for me, that's what Suicide Squad was missing. There was too much fat on that movie. I think I've James Gunn can come. Of the Galaxy, so I don't know. I've seen a bit of it, but I don't know who else was in it. Uh, yeah, Chris, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana. Oh, 
mate, Chris Pratt, Parks and Rec. We've been watching Parks and Recreation. I've been watching Parks and Rec. One of the funniest, funniest things I've ever seen, and he's amazing. He's so funny. He's Andy he's Dwyer. He's like a great character, yeah. I like oh, so Andy funny. Dwyer and Ron Swanson's probably my second favourite. Oh, we just watched one there where he was trying to find a steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> smile behind his buster. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get away from Jack. What, uh, do, you, what do you think we'll about the news about? one week. <laughs> Jack, what do you think about the news about James Gunn jumping ship from Marvel to DC to the next Suicide Squad 2? Yeah, uh, I think it's a good move. I don't really know too much about him. Uh, I've not actually seen any of the Guardians of the Galaxy either, so I can't really comment on how good of a filmmaker he is or whatever. Um, I've heard really, really good reviews um, about both Guardians of the Galaxy, so I suppose he's obviously capable of doing as you said with the, with an, an ensemble cast as well um, so I think it's a good move for them and since Suicide Squad 1 was such of a flop um, I suppose the only way um, is up for him um, yeah. but I, I think he, he should be should be good and it's they're actually movies that I do want to watch Suicide, Suicide Squad 1 and yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 um, are definitely on my hit list to watch so uh, I'll try and yeah. get up to date with all that and then maybe next time James Gunn um, appears, I'll be able to say a little bit more about but as for Definitely. now, good move, that's all I can say. Nicky, do you think he should have been fired by Disney? Um, obviously. Uh, no, but I think it's inevitable it's going to happen when people find that kind of stuff, because Disney guy be seen to be standing by him. Uh, Especially yeah. when they've then fired them, see if they then brought them back in, they've just been embarrassing. But yeah. I don't think what will happen now is you'll go to Suicide Squad and then people blow them in the water. But, that's the thing because they're still going to be paying James Gunn a lot of money because not only did he direct and write Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2 he was also an executive producer on Avengers Infinity War which made over 2 billion dollars um, so it's going to be some severance package he's going to get What stupid tweets that he made enough? Yeah but it was back in that joke. it was back in that day and age and I'm not like condoning it because I, th- I don't think it's good humour but it was back at that time like sort of uh, 2006 to 2008 where like comedy was just like who can be the most outrageous you know what I mean it was I like think I'm not trying to be racist towards Americans mm-hmm. but I think it's that pure shite American offensive comedy yeah it's just it's not even funny mm-hmm. and he just, said that just trying to be like what you said just trying to be offensive yeah and he said that he came out like a couple of years ago because this wasn't the first time the tweets had been surfaced um mm-hmm. And he came out a couple of years ago and he said, I regret it. I was stupid to do it. Um, and I wish I hadn't. But the reason he got fired this time is because a Republican uh, columnist or journalist had brought it back up because James Gunn was quite outspoken in his opposition to Trump and stuff like that. Um, so he managed to get a campaign behind getting Gunn fired this time, which uh, Disney ultimately decided to bout the pressure of. So I actually, I'd, I'm in the, I don't think he should have been fired for it, um, personally. Uh, if that's a controversial opinion or not, I don't know. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do with Suicide Squad 2. Having said that, I would have preferred him to go and do his own project away from superhero movies, because as much as I do enjoy them, um, I'd like to have seen what Gunn can do outside of that. Yeah, it's always a bit boring when uh, directors sort of stick to the same genre, isn't it? So Yeah, I think he's trying to prove a point. Like uh, this, this one, I think he's proven a point. Like, yeah, I think. It's yeah. a big middle finger to Marvel. Nice hitting them back. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, so who knows, who knows. We've got one last thing to cover. Um, we had IndieWire reporting that A Star Is Born to Be Here in Rhapsody 
won't compete in the comedy musical categories at the Golden Globes this year. Um, they will instead be competing in the drama categories. Obviously, the Golden Globes for film is divided into drama and comedy or musical uh, for all of his major awards, uh, including picture and acting uh, and the like. Um, I like to start with the question, like, should we do away with that, uh, dividing it into two categories? Or should, like, should they all be in one like the Oscars are? Because personally, I think it's just a chance to get more famous people in, in the same room. And it's sort of the reputation of the Golden Globes by dividing it into. Like, I just wonder what you guys thought of that. Um, I don't have a, a staunch opinion on it, to be honest. Um, yeah. I don't even have an opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't, yeah. Enough, I haven't paid enough. Uh, de- paid enough attention or looked into it in much detail to like to mm-hmm. I don't really know much about the structure or why it yeah. is that way. But I suppose I it's the opinion make... that I have to trailers. Just who cares? Who cares? <laughs> 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 who gives a fuck? I like the awards, I like the betting. Like, honestly, um, I wouldn't know when it was happening apart from you trying to tell me to bet on the I never lose. Like, like, I, lost the last I don't think you've ever won, actually. I lost at the, <laughs> the Oscars last year and, like, won. Like, I had an accumulator on and I lost in one category. Like, so, that category so happened to be the, That category happened to be Best Picture, like, the most important one, but, you know. But things happen, but like I like I disagree with the decision. If if we are going to divide it, like A Star Is Born is definitely a musical. Well, uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, in re- in relation to the two movies, like surely they're both yeah. musicals. So like, why are they in well, the drama? I do get where they're coming from, but because they might look at it and go, I'm not saying they're too good for the musical category, but I can hang them. Yeah, but we are too what's good. What's considered the better yeah. category? And well, yeah. Right, okay, they are so going so like Oscar, a bit more respect. Ah, okay. I, I don't. I, I don't really get a problem. But they are going for a big Oscar. Because what's the point of putting them into that thing that they're just going to win? Or one of them just going to win? And I did see, I seen A Star Is Born um, last week, the end of last week. And it's a great film. It's a phenomenal movie. You've no shit up about it? Yeah, because it's good. It's a good movie. I've not seen it. I absolutely want to see it. Yeah, I think you should, like, the first half an hour I was afraid, like, it's going to be like a cheesy sort of rom-com. You know what I mean? Like the first half an hour, I was like, "Oh, don't be like this," and it was like che- there was some cheesy dialogue and stuff. But the longer it, the longer it went on, it got darker, and the further it went on, I forgot it was Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. If that makes like if that makes sense, because you go in and all you've heard is all Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, uh, the, the and Lady Gaga's in it. Mm-hmm. So you look at them as those two, and you're sort of judging, "Oh, can Lady Gaga act? How is Bradley Cooper directing it?" That's within my mind anyway. Lady Gaga's an American horror story. Uh, yeah, but she was playing someone that's a bit closer to her, like, sort of kooky personality in American Horror Story, you know what I mean? Like, pure eccentrically, eccentrically uh, dressed and shit like that. Was that a cameo role? Into no, no, she, like, did, like, she did start in it because she won an Emmy for it. Like, she oh, was really? uh, central to the season, yeah. Um, I've only just started. plays herself, is what you're saying? I think, yeah, it's closer to in herself. Essence, yeah. Like, and this is a musician, but it's, like, not like the Lady Gaga of, like, Poker Face and Bad Romance and stuff like that in terms of I've watched the first couple of episodes of American Horror Story but no more Season 1? Aye, whatever the one where they go into the house thing is Aye, that's season 1 I've, I started in season uh, the other day I'm really enjoying it Like, surely. Why? What do you mean? Why? Why just start in season 3? Because I've heard season 3 is the best season and like <laughs> they don't really that's connect That's slip So, what? The season 3 is the best season? Coven or whatever it's called yeah, because it's the one because there's the new season Apocalypse that's out and Coven connects into that. 
I've heard. So I'd rather just go to like the most important season and like trim the fat. You know what I mean? I don't know. But anyway, Golden Globes is shite. Uh, a Star Is Born is good, and Bohemian Rhapsody was directed by Brian Singer. And the Conjuring who, is average. The Conjuring is a great film. It's a great film. We're going to wrap up there for the day. All right, we'll wrap up there for today. Uh, thank you to Jack Higgins and Mickey Buchanan for destroying all hope in the world. <laughs> um, I gave that a seven, come down. What uh, is it next week? Uh, well, two, I can't say next week, but it's every two weeks we're doing it. So, in a fortnight's time, it's Halloween, the original. Oh, mate, you'll, you'll get nothing but positive, positivity out of me. You're going to be a race. You're going to be a little ray of sunshine. Nice. You're gonna be a little ray of sunshine, like oh, I, can't, I can't wait for that. It's gonna be a new side to you. I haven't seen. It's like a lady, lady Gaga and so the second part of something I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll be funny if you go away and you watch it, uh, and then you just come back and you're like, you know, on second watch, like this movie was not as good <laughs> oh, as I remember. Because <laughs> um, I don't think I've like seen it beginning to end, like completely. I've always like stopped and started. Uh, so I'm the same with that. I've seen it on. Tell you maybe three or four times. I don't think I've ever caught like the full movie. I've caught yeah, like what? a different part each time. So I've probably watched the whole yeah, thing, but just in four stages. Just watch any bits. Just the guy killing people. Aye, love yeah. it. You love it. Love it. <laughs> uh, so if there's no drug deals we want to make this week, we'll, we'll wrap up. Get <laughs> plug. Yeah, well we can plug things because you can you can go and like us on Facebook at First Time Films. You can go over to. Instagram and followers at First Time Films over there. Go on to Twitter. And then, and then you can go to Twitter. <laughs> no way. There's no Twitter. You can't do anything on Twitter yet. Because Nikki is lazy and hasn't set up a Twitter account. I'm just, just waiting because people have liked two things already. So. <laughs> you don't want to overload them with more than two things. That's fine. Well, uh, anyway, we'll wrap up there for this week. Um, and I'll see you later. Cheers. Right, cheers for listening. Bye.